Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about coming back to exercise after a muscle strain or a muscle pull. We got some tips for you. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right, great. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We are so excited to have you here today. Uh, We like doing these podcasts every week, and today we have a great topic. We're going to be talking about how do you get back to exercising after a muscle strain or muscle pull. Uh, Those can be pretty painful and uh, debilitating, Mm -hmm. and we get a lot of questions about (laughs) that. So um, we're going to be talking about that today. But before we jump into that topic, we just want to send out a friendly reminder to swing by our website, SeniorFitnessWithMeredith.com. Uh, there we have all of our greatest health content for you, our growing video library of exercises, as well as all of our podcast episodes. And uh, we invite you to sign up for our newsletter while you're there. Uh, and we send out a newsletter every week, and it's a great way for us to stay in touch with you, as well as for you to stay in touch with us. So... Uh, With that being said, we are jumping into our topic of the week, and that is muscle pulls and muscle strains. How do you get back to exercise Mm. if that has happened to you? Right. Um, right? (laughs) And and just by the names of strains and pulls, uh, not good. With muscle involved. Yeah, not good at all. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so with with your experiences, Meredith, and we always like you know you know polling you on your experiences yeah. with clients in the past. Um, has muscle pulls and strains, those kinds of injuries, were they common? Was that ever a thing with a lot of the clients you've had over the years? Um, yes, I will say I've had a few, not a ton. Um, more of fatigue being the thing, but an actual muscle strain or pulling something. Mm-hmm. wouldn't say that those were huge, but they obviously do occur. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and it's normally it happens because of doing something improperly, obviously. A lot of times it's because of overuse. Um, so a lot of younger people will get a lot of muscle strains these days because you're just doing these repetitive, hard movements over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of older people, I know that they would injure themselves. And I, I shouldn't say I didn't deal with it, they would say certain things hurt. Now, whether or not they were a muscle um, strain that they had, possibly, could totally be because they did something improperly. And that's why I'm really big on form, because um, I'd rather someone do things in body weight without any piece of equipment to learn how to do that movement properly than add something to it and then get a muscle strain. Mm-hmm. Um pulling that muscle, which is one in the same. They're the same thing. So, um, yeah, I've, I've dealt with people with injuries, but like I said, I've had a younger people who have had muscle um, strains, uh, and that was because they would try and go too hard too fast, mm-hmm. and normally it was with weight that was not what they should be using yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I, actually, I'd, I'd like to, maybe we should do is talk about what exactly is a muscle strain or right. muscle pull and how do you even know it's happened to you? Yeah, yeah. You know, well, so, in general, yeah. Uh, yeah, so a muscle strain is the same as a pulled muscle. Um, it occurs when the muscle's overstretched or torn. Um, usually re- occurs as a result of fatigue, overuse, or improper use. Um, that's kind of a 
easy one over definition of what a muscle strain is, mm-hmm. um, which is self explanatory, right? <clears throat> a lot of times, how can you tell? So, this is now from another. Um, I'm going to knock on wood before I say this. Um, I have not had a muscle strain um, to the point that it uh, sidelined me for what these say. If it's a mild one, three to six weeks, it could take up to months. If it's a tear, it could take surgical repair Mm -hmm. and obviously physical therapy. Um, So I've had muscle strains, but not to the point where they're so bad that it sidelined me for many, many, many many days and weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this says, how can you tell if a muscle's pulled, strained, or torn? Um, so a strained muscle, that muscle tear, um, sudden muscle pain, often from a certain movement or injury. So say you were doing, I always like to think squats because um, that big quadricep muscle where your thigh is, that big muscle. So say you did something and you stand up and you go, oh, that that doesn't feel good. Um, and then you try and do it again and it's still there. <laughs> that could be a muscle strain that you got, right? Mm-hmm. Um, your muscle starts to spasm. That is a an, another sign. Um, sore to the actual touch. Uh, swelling, you can actually feel heat in the area. Um, these are all signs of a possible muscle strain or tear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that pulled muscle. Right, right. Yeah. And as, obviously, it's pretty painful, I'm guessing. Um, right. If you have that kind of pain <laughs> going on. You know, and most likely you're going to be sidelined from it. Yes. Right? Like yes. What, what are common areas that you're going to experience muscle pull, uh, you know, lower body, upper body? <laughs> Could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, quadricep, hamstring, mm-hmm. um, calves, seen that before. Um, just going with kind of bigger areas, things in your back, mm-hmm. with lots of strains there. Uh, biceps, seen that before. Um, shoulders, who that. (laughs) Um, So pretty much any area, I think that there's a muscle that you're using and you're doing it again over and over again or improperly, you could get. But those that I just uh, named are kind of the the biggest ones. And I think the hard thing with a muscle strain, kind of off topic, I mean, we're still kind of going to what you do to come back from it. But I think a lot of people just think, oh, it's sore because I lifted too heavy. Let me just give it a day. It'll go away. And then that pain doesn't go away. Right. You go, okay, well, it's still sore. You know, then you're questioning how much, how heavy was it? Or what did I do wrong? And then over a few days, that's, I think, when people start to realize, okay, this isn't just a sore muscle that I maybe worked a little too hard. There's more to it. Mm-hmm. I think personally, that's the, that's when you know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I said, I didn't pull anything really bad, but that's when I knew, okay, I did something wrong mm-hmm. to this part of my body, this muscle, and uh, I need to give it a while to get better. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of in general, uh, of course, every kind of you know injury is different, but what should you expect? How long should you expect to be out of commission <laughs> if this happens to you? Right. So if it's an actual muscle strain... Um, and you have pulled that muscle 
three to six weeks normally is the minimum amount of time it would take for you to give it to to heal, to get better. And that's without doing um, lifting with that part. So let's just say bicep, because that's an easy one for me to just say. Say you pick up a dumbbell, you did a bicep curl, it was way too heavy, you weren't warmed up, that muscle just strained, and now um, you can't use it for three to six weeks. Mm-hmm. So that means trying not to do much of anything with it for three to six weeks. So not picking up the grocery bag with that hand. Um, Definitely not lifting weights. The only thing I would say is trying to keep range of motion, and that's mainly because we want to keep your shoulder and your elbow joints lubricated and moving. Mm -hmm. Um, But really keeping as much weight away from that muscle as it heals as possible. Right. Yeah. Right. So range of motion, basically, you're just suggesting just keep keep moving. Keep moving the body the exactly moving as much. And as you have possible. other arms and legs that are able bodied. <laughs> I always like to say, it doesn't mean the whole body has to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, in this instance, your biceps, say on your right side, that of course needs to stop, but left side's perfectly fine. Keep that going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep that side strong. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I think if you get hurt in this aspect, uh, the sidelining aspect of it, especially if you're really physically active, is can also kind of affect you. You know, oh, you start yes. thinking about what did I do wrong? How did I get hurt? What did I do different than what I don't do every day? Right. You know, or if you were definitely pushing it too much, yes, you start going in your head. Well, why did I feel why I needed I, to do that? Yes. <laughs> right? There's that aspect to it. And why my body wasn't able to handle that because I've been training for it to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a huge mental thing. But I also, I think, especially with older people, people who are just, we're just the lay people when it comes to working out, right? But look at these elite athletes that do this for a living. And the number of times we see them in every single sport, um, get injuries and their muscle strains, they pull a muscle like think of a track star who does this every day of his life, right? And he goes out for that one big race. And as soon as he pushes off the blocks, he's done. Um, it's just the way the body works. It's, it's, we can't question it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess the easy way to say it. Um, for some reason it decided today was the day that it's going to, um, not react the way we want it to, to whatever activity we were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Lifting a dumbbell, doing a cardio move, uh, whatever it is. So trying not to get too upset with it and reactive to that part of it, um, but knowing it's going to take some time (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, and to give it that time, of course. So starting with lots of ice um, and anti-inflammatories, however you choose to get those. Most of the time it is good to see a doctor just so you know it's not something worse. If you know exactly what you did and you know your body really, really well, and you're like, yeah, I strained it, it's going to take me a while, then that's probably good. But um, making sure you're icing it to help with the inflammation, taking anti-inflammatories, resting it, um, raising it, like they say, if it's that type of body part, um, but yeah, taking taking the time to let it heal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's uh, can be challenging because if you, especially if you're used to exercising frequently, right? And you know you're very active. 
you now have to basically sit on the couch. Yes. And not exercise. <laughs> yes. At least that part of your body that is hurt. Um, exactly. And that could be a major muscle group. Uh, right. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's hard to say if you hurt, say, your calf on one side that um, will keep working the other one, but it's hard to walk when one's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't even walk. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, trying to figure out activities you can do. Um, obviously to keep the rest of your body going, but to keep your, your sanity (laughs) and staying good mentally and emotionally is super important, um, Mm -hmm. while you're trying to keep the rest of the body physically active. But again, especially if it comes from overuse, normally it's the entire body that is in need of a little bit of rest. Um, so giving it that that time is not a bad thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that doesn't have to be weeks. When I say it could be three to six weeks to, to give it time, that doesn't mean total stopping for that amount of time. Um, You need to stop for a few days and then we kind of evaluate over time. Right. right. What's the best, yeah, plan of action as far as coming back and doing things. Yeah. Again, depending on the degree of what the injury is. Mm Mm-hmm. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And we always recommend to see your doctor. Yes. If there's really any questions about how you feel, your range of motion, your movement. Yes. Something's off and you know it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Uh, What about my favorite, the back strain Mm. and the back pull? Oh, it feels like like the number one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Because that is a very common situation for a lot of people is our backs Yes. just take on so much work, so much yes. <laughs> uh, lifting, so much stress during the day. Yes. That's pretty common, don't you think? Oh, it's that's I I'll probably say it's the number one that I'll hear people complain about their backs. And it's normally their lower backs. Mm-hmm. Um even if they don't say, it's normally their lower backs cuz we just have a tendency to dump all of our weight into our lower back with everything that we do from sitting to standing to lifting to Twisting, moving, bending, everything is in our lower back. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's probably one of the biggest ones. And how do we deal with that? (laughs) We still have to keep moving, obviously. (coughs) Excuse me. We still have to keep moving, obviously. So um, what we need to focus on is, like I said, taking that time to allow it to rest. So those things that we are doing that are the heavy lifting, um, whether it's doing squats, holding on to weights, uh, maybe for our job, we have to sit a lot. 
um, making sure we're standing up and stretching with our workouts, making sure they're not as high impact. So that area has time to, um, to basically fix itself. Like I keep saying, we need the body to mend itself and that's what it has to do. That's what time allows it to do. Mm -hmm. Just like every time we use our muscles, we have to give them a day to, to, um, mend themselves. They basically are torn and then they have to grow back together. So think about you're actually tearing it, um, to the point of (laughs) where it's hurting. It's going to take a lot of time. So making sure we're giving it that time um, and with our back, knowing that we really have to focus on our core and that's the abdominal muscles, lower back muscles. Mm -hmm. And we have to focus on using when we're doing every single activity. So a lot of times our muscles, uh, back, lower back muscle strains come from us not thinking about what we're doing. Um, not engaging the core, not focusing on our posture um, in those activities of just twisting, bending down. We're not engaging the core at all. And when we stand up, all of our weight, like when I say we dump all of our weight into our lower back, just think about it yourself. If you're listening to this and you're sitting, most of the your weight right now is being dumped into your sits bones and your lower back. And depending on what your posture is like, I will say three quarters of it is in your lower back. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to stand up and you don't engage your core at all, all that weight's still in your lower back and it's just a lot for the body to take. So focusing on engaging the abdominal muscles, the lower back muscles to help um, the counterparts of the body, they need to help one another, right? So one doesn't have to do everything. It's not the constant primary. So making sure we're we're being respectful of the other parts of the body, letting those do some of the work when we're doing our activities. And in this case, our abdominals are helping with our lower back. Mm-hmm. Um, so honoring those muscles and working them, working them out, using any time that we get a strain or a sprain or a pull as a time to look at the part of the body and look at our... Uh, regimen that we're doing too. What kind of workouts are we doing? Um, What are we lifting? How are we doing it? Are we thinking about it as we do it? I think a lot of times we do go through our workouts and we go through them to get through them. Um, And that does not help the body much at all. Um, It might help cardiovascularly, but it's not helping your muscles at all if you're just going through the movements to get done. Mm -hmm. Think about what you're working when you're working it. Um, think about your form, uh, just that mind muscle connection is it's, it's really big. Um, if you do research on it, you'll see that you can lift lighter weights, but if you're thinking about the muscle more, the muscle grows more. Um, it's, it's, you're putting everything into that muscle. Um, so thinking about that, taking that time, if you do have some kind of a pull, let's just say easier. Um, and you're coming back from that. Of course, you have to take your time off. And when you come back, you have to come back lighter. And there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Give yourself some time, whether it's starting with range of motion and then slowly adding weight back into it, if that's how the injury occurred. Um, and then get back to where you were, but focus, focus on form. 
whether it's your form with how you're sitting in your chair, form with how you're standing, form with how you're picking something up, or form when you're doing your physical activity. Mm-hmm. Just take the time to focus on that. So this this process of coming back after you've been hurt, say you got hurt, you spent the time, the three to six time period, yeah, you know, mostly resting your body, and you've been doing some range of motion stuff, and uh, but this process to get you back off the couch or the bed and back <laughs> into your exercise routine, slow process. Slow, yes, for that part of the body. Um, that's why I, I, I kind of want to say I hope that the rest of the body's still able to move. You're still able to do things, so you didn't have to just sit the whole time. Don't use it as an excuse to not do anything. Because <laughs> when you try and come back, it's going to be that much harder. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, once you start coming back into it, it needs to be a slow process because you need to make sure that part of the body is healed and ready to be worked again. And then... Are, is your mind ready for that part of the body to work again and you're not overcompensating in another part of the body? Um, how often do we see that? Someone hurts, let's say, we'll go back to um, the lower body. Someone hurts their hamstring on their right side, but then something on their left side starts to hurt, their hip or their knee, because their gait is changed. They're babying, so to speak, that hamstring, so they're putting more weight and pressure on the other side of the body. So then that side gets overused, then you start getting injuries there. So listening to the body, making sure uh, it's ready for what you're going to do. We want to jump back into it, even if it's slow, but is your mind ready for you to feel what you might feel in where that muscle was pulled? A lot of times when we get the pulled muscles, we'll feel it. We know that something hurt, and it hurt for a while, and we don't want to feel that pain again, right? So then we go, oh, no, I think it's all better. It's fine, but we don't want to put any weight on it, or we don't want to actually um, feel that muscle engage and being used and worked, because if it gets that little twinge again that we felt before, we're afraid, Um Making sure we're we're ready for it. The body is ready, but mentally you're ready as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, what are some uh, maybe dietary aspects of coming back after after a strain? Is there anything we should think about from a diet standpoint, nutritional mm-hmm. kind of thing? Well, I'm not a nutritionist, so I wouldn't want to like put a lot out there. But I am always really big on, especially it's a muscle that we're talking about to really focus on that intake of protein. And especially as we age where that intake normally goes down because our appetite and the digestion of certain proteins that we intake are not as easy to be done. Um, So making sure you're maintaining a good intake of protein. Mm -hmm. Um, Always with keeping up with your good carbohydrates, you need to keep your energy... um, and you don't want the body pulling energy from proteins. So don't just eat protein. <laughs> um, but uh, so making sure you're intaking a lot of protein, though, for your body. So those muscles can grow um, that in and of itself. But then maintaining the intake of good carbohydrates. So you have energy. You want to come back to those workouts. 
And of course, your fruits and vegetables too, to get all your vitamins and minerals as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so basically, try to eat well. Yes, for the, you know to help your body come back. Yes, um, supplements, vitamins, things like that. Yeah, um, that would be at the discretion. I would say if you have a nutritionist and/or your physician, and they think that that's a good idea. I'm always big on anti-inflammatories of any kind throughout the day throughout your diet, not just if you have an injury. Same with protein. I think it will help your body not get injured if you're intaking things properly, such as proteins um, and trying to to intake um, as many plant-based, I guess, uh, vitamins, minerals, anti-inflammatories being one of those, um, I think is very helpful for the body. Uh, so it doesn't become inflamed and then you are more prone to injuries, things mm -hmm. like that. Not to say it's going to um, keep them away at all. I mean, the body is a finicky thing. Uh, it does what it wants to do, it seems like, some, most of the time. So, um, But keeping it as, uh, as fueled as possible the correct ways. Um, and I'm really big on, on protein intake, uh, because I think that helps the body, especially as we age, we need muscles. Um, and then, of course, any ways that you can get certain vitamins and minerals, um, if you can get them mm -hmm. through foods, I think that's a great way to do it. If a doctor or nutritionist recommends certain vitamins, then that mm -hmm. is good also. <laughs> uh, what about like when you actually come back to exercise? <laughs> Um, whether it's a gym or whether you work out at home or in a class, uh, would, what, what are your thoughts on, say, wearing, you know, braces, yes. back brace, wrapping, wrapping your leg if you had a hamstring pull yeah. or something like that, you know, that kind of supportive. I think it's great. Yeah. yeah. Not devices, but, you know, support. Basically. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think they're great because they can hold that area tighter um, and it helps with the muscle, not only circulation uh, of blood into that area, which will actually help it um, get better quicker uh, because you have blood flowing to it faster. Mm -hmm. But um, I think they're really great for your mind to remember that that is still there. Um, you see a lot of people wearing back braces and things, and I think it's that constant reminder that, okay, I need to make sure I'm protecting this. I need to make sure I'm engaging my core. A lot of knee braces out there. I need to make sure that I'm not overdoing it on that side or just focusing on trying to maintain proper um, alignment and however it is that you're doing your workouts, keeping it equal on both sides. Um, so I think it's great for the mind, of course, as well as the body. Mm -hmm. So I think they're great. I mean, there's obviously lots of reasons why you would wear certain ones for stabilization, for blood circulation, um, because of the compression. Um, again, for backs, those are great because they keep everything in alignment and don't allow you to bend certain ways, what have you. I think they're great uh, for all of those reasons. Plus, it's a great reminder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, kind of final thoughts on mm. on this kind of injury. If you have pulled your you know lower body back from here on out, now do you have to be aware that this could happen again? <laughs> 
Or do you just forget um, I, about it and just keep doing <laughs> what you're doing? See, well, that's, you know, again, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> from my experience, from experience of knowing others of all ages, um, I think once it happens, you're more prone to it, unfortunately. Um, so you just need to be aware. And that's where that... Uh, learning the body, if you go through the experience, how to carry it, how to protect it, um, how to maintain it is the best thing that we can do if this does occur to us. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it could likely happen again. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it just feels like once that body part is compromised in any way, it is more prone to an injury after that. Right. and I think that's probably a scientific thing. I'm sure that it never grows back. It's kind of like a sprained ankle. They say once it's sprained, it's like the likelihood of it happening again is 90%. Something crazy. It's it's going to happen because the muscles and ligaments and tendons, they just don't repair the way they were before, let's say. So yes, being mindful that it could happen again. But that's why when we're going through it the first time, um, we're learning so much about the body. We're learning things that we can do. Um, so we can protect ourselves to keep it from happening again, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. again, like, like all these topics, if hopefully this helps you, if you have gone through this kind of an injury, uh, debilitating injury and, uh, or if you're going through it now, um, this kind of gives you some inspiration as how to get back to exercise right uh, after this because it is possible you can do it <laughs> and it just takes a little bit of effort remembering the things that meredith said to go slow uh, all great tips and hopefully <laughs> this helps you or someone you know that's going through something like this because we don't want to leave you on the couch where no. you can't get back up and, and get back out there gotta keep moving gotta keep moving <laughs> Uh, so thanks for joining us on this podcast. Uh, don't forget to swing by our website, SeniorFitnessWithMeredith.com. Sign up for that newsletter and get all of our latest and greatest content delivered to you every week. And uh, until the next episode, we'll see mm-hmm. you guys later. Bye-bye. It's time to rethink. Renew and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.